Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Ladies and gentlemen, first let me apologize for us being a little bit late. Um, We ended up having some technical difficulties. The difficulties may in fact amount to the fact that the host of Tuesday Topics at that moment, Paul Edwards, was unable to make the proper host of Tuesday Topics, the proper host who is Allison Smitherman. Good evening, Miss Allison. Good evening, Mr. Paul. And welcome to Tuesday Topics. And um, we have a, a, a somewhat limited group. Um, both Rick and Marianne are working on Sagebrush, um, which means that they are not with us. I thought I heard Mr. Brian Charlson come in. Are the, you there, Mr. Brian? No, maybe not. So so we have a, a definitely limited crew. However, our streamer, Mr. Larry Gassman, and, uh, and the reclaimer of hosting privileges is with us. Mr. Gassman, how are you, sir? I am... On, I am limited on a normal basis. So other than that, I'm fine. Well, I think being limited on a normal basis is okay. Oh, good. Being limited on an abnormal basis might be an issue. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, it is it, it is interesting that we're, we're we're talking about hosting as being our issue. And, and in fact, we are talking about relationships. So clearly, the relationship between hosts and panelists on this program wasn't excellent. So I apologize to podcasters um, that they're in fact going to get somewhat short shrift um, this time because our our we, we will still have to be off the stream by 9 p.m. So everybody will get a slightly shorter than usual Tuesday topics this evening. So I apologize for that. But the topic is interesting. Happy Valentine's Day Eve, Miss Allison. Yeah. See, well, thank uh, you, sir. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> you're welcome. And and same to you, Mr. Gassman. Thank you very much. Uh, because it's valentine's day eve we thought it might be fun to talk a little bit about relationships and see um what happened i i took the liberty before this um this webinar started of of talking to um larry and to allison and neither of them have played with online dating services. So <clears throat> we'll in fact have to um, find uh, find other folks to talk about their experiences. I have a little bit and we'll talk about that in, in a while. Um, Allison says that she didn't do online dating services because she met Michael before online dating services were around. Is that right, Ms. Allison? That's correct. <laughs> Yeah, we met at a Christmas party, so the old-fashioned right. way. <laughs> and how long ago was that? Oh, you would ask me. It's, I would. It was in it was in nineteen eighty one. That tells you anything. Oh, can do that the math. Is a long time ago, and you're yeah. absolutely right. That was that was uh, forty three years ago. Yes, and we married that, in June of eighty two. <laughs> oh, that is so excellent. And and Mr. Larry, you met your wife in person as well, did you not? Yes, we met in 1996 uh, and married in 2002. 
So we dated for quite a while until I found a job that would have me. And so I, I looked around on sites just to see what it was there, what it was all about. Mm-hmm. You know, and I looked from a technology perspective because I also wanted to see if they were accessible. Mm-hmm. But I didn't go too far with it because it just seemed odd to me, frankly, to meet mm-hmm. somebody online rather than in person, which is what I had done throughout my whole life, meeting people in person, not on the phone so much, but sometimes yep. on the phone, but not, not through a website. It just seemed a little so, different for me. So I said that I used online dating services, and in fact, that's <clears throat> that's sort of unfair. What I did is I filled out the the application forms, or the uh, they're they're not called application forms. They're they're I, I I'm not sure I remember what they're called because it was such a long time ago. Maybe. 12, 13 years ago, um, I, the, the, the forms that, that you're required to fill out that, that your profile perhaps is, is a good word for it, um, on, on an online dating services. And, and it, they're interesting, um, because depending on which one you use, the amount of information that you're required to provide is, is different. Um, one of the questions that we may end up asking folks who have done it is should you immediately self-identify as blind on those websites or should you pretend just to be this really cool guy who's who's got all these characteristics and 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 all that kind of stuff and and then see what happens and and if if you don't want to self-identify right away um should you when should you do it and and what's the best way to handle it and and how good are online dating services? Allison was saying that two members of her family um, had found each other through online dating services, and 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 they're still together, right, Miss Allison? They are. Yes, my youngest sister met her husband through, and I don't know what services they used, but through an online service, and so did my uh, niece, and they're all still together and happily, yeah, happily married. And Larry, have have you run across some people who who met kind of uh, blind people in particular who met on online dating services that you can tell us about? Um, I'm trying to remember (laughs) how long, a long time ago, obviously after the internet formed, Mm -hmm. I met a few people who actually were living in different states, uh, not even in the same state, and, and they met online and it worked for them. They enjoyed because they eventually got yep. each other's phone numbers. They called each other. They talked. They figured out ways to get to see each other. And uh, mm-hmm. I think in this one case, they flew back and forth because obviously they were very, very much involved in a, in what eventually became a relationship and then a marriage. So it yep. it can work, can work very well in some cases. And I can't remember if they're still together now because I lost track of them. But they were together for quite a while. And of course, before before internet dating services happened, blind people had these these huge telephone chat room deals um, where where all kinds of blind people were on those things, and there were all kinds of of rooms there where you could where you could get together as couples. In in remember those great big telephone things, Larry? I can't remember what they called uh, them now. Oh yes. Um, 
not chat rooms. This is that's computer, but even before that, they used uh, yes. conference calls, huge yes. conference calls. And I've forgotten now. There were other things too where you could you could actually. Well, back then, you could beat the phone company by doing by whistling, by doing other things. Oh, you could do all those things. Yeah. You could do all those things, too, to get to do these things for free. So, yes, I mean, blind, blind, people were, blind people were amazing at that. I mean, yes. blind, blind, blind people persuaded the phone company to change their whole security system. <laughs> they sure did. <laughs> pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> So we are, are are really pretty poor folks in in terms of talking about online dating. So let me outline a few of the questions that we would love people to respond to, and then Miss Allison, we're going to see if we have any hands raised. Um, and I, I guess Herbie is is the person who's handling Clubhouse. So if you yes, see Herbie hand, oh, good. Okay. you'll know okay. that you'll know that somebody from Clubhouse may want to talk with us. So. Yes, our, our main concern um, is just to get a sense of, of whether online dating services work for blind people. But, but we don't even care if you want to talk about online dating services. We're open to talking about how hard or how easy it is for blind people to get involved in, in dates. I know that <clears throat> when I've occasionally gone to bars by myself, um, I, I have not found it easy uh, to try to to get into contact with uh, with other ladies, I think it would have been I think it would have been a, a lot easier if I'd had a guide dog. But a cane is not nearly as attractive as a guide dog to most <laughs> girls in a bar. Oh, here's Brian. He, but but also following up on what you said, Paul, it's it's terrible for any blind person in a very crowded, sometimes smoky atmosphere to even know where women are unless you ask. Sighty people yes. can kind of yeah. look and see ah. Maybe I'll wander over and talk, but a blind yeah. person can't necessarily do that, which makes that's it difficult. Right. Yeah. Good evening. Good evening, Brian. We think you're here. He's here. He is here. He's muted. Suspense. <laughs> so we're we're the first question, Brian is is uh, there? I'm back. You, yeah, you met you met Kim long before online dating yeah. happened, but have you tried online dating sites anyway? I have worked with clients who needed to learn how to use <coughs> online dating sites. That's and, that's what he says. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I say. Oh, we believe you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, good. And I have to say that uh, kind of like uh, some aspects of social networking apps, it's not designed for people to interact with it by way of speech. And, and of course, the most important thing that everybody wants to see on in online dating services, and we hadn't talked about this, is the photograph of the person. Um, and and I suspect I, I know in my case that the photograph, the photograph that I put up there was probably atrocious. Um, the only good thing about that photograph was that I didn't have to look at it. Well, and these so, days, these days with AI, yeah, yeah, you can with something like Be My Eyes or or um, uh, Copilot or something like that, you can look at a picture and ask it to describe it to you. So it's not nearly what it was two years ago. 
If it's a mm-hmm. digital photograph, could they touch it up or do change changes for you? Oh, oh, oh I'm sure they could. Yeah. I'm, so. I'm sure there's a significant amount of airbrushing mm-hmm. <laughs> that goes on in this regard. But, uh, and but is it, is it in AIs the interest? can look at it yeah. and give you more information about oh, no the question. Um, the, so they, they they can turn a terminally ugly person like me into somebody who's handsome. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 amazing. But then, right, but you, then, can you imagine? All you had to use makeup to achieve that. The, oh, you're right. <laughs> but that's can okay. you imagine? Gail was a great makeup artist. Yeah, can you imagine what the consequences? Would be when 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 you've got this picture of this absolutely stunning guy on on your dating service, and then you meet him, and 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 the immediate reaction is is to try to find the nearest basin. Lord help us! Lord help us now! I I do think that. It's harder as a blind person now than it was when I was of a dating age. Why is um, that, Brian? Because there's fewer times that people actually interact the way they did back when I was in dating of dating age. You would go and you'd meet people by way of church. If you're a church goer, you would go and meet people at uh, parties of one form or another um, associated with uh, club activities you were involved with in one form or another or for that matter um, singles, literally singles parties that were put on in hotels and such whatnot. Yes. In their ballrooms and like. But they still are. But they're not happening the way they used to, Paul. People, so, t- tell people me how they're more, different, because I don't... Oh, um, you really do think that people are gathering uh, in the numbers they used to? Uh, I'm, I'm not taking a position with regard to that, but all of the things that you describe are still there. I mean, pe- people still go to church. Um, pe- there are still singles parties in hotels. Now they're they're different. There are these uh, I can't remember what they're called, but where, where where you go from one table to another and and get rejected by seven people in an hour. You know, speed dating. Speed dating. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, but and 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 those certainly weren't there then, but but they're there now, and 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 and, and I know of at least at least one blind person who, who was involved in speed dating. I don't know how many others there have been. A few years back, I was in Las Vegas at the Sagebrush Conference. Yes. And right down the center of uh, Fremont Street, Old mm-hmm. Vegas, there yep. was a lineup two blocks long of table. And all... This, uh, People, you know, men on one side, women on the other, and the guys simply moved one chair over and then began talking to the lady on the other side of the table from them. Two blocks long. 
How scary is that? Doing this speed dating. So that's uh, that's 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 very slow speed dating. Well, I don't know if that's that slow. They were at each table, each person talking for maybe three to four minutes. Uh, so 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 here's my here's my question. Did you have the option to opt out halfway down? You know, I, I didn't stay for all of the rules. I stood ah. uh, at the side. A radio station was the sponsor of the event. And so it was kind of like musical chairs. There would be music playing, and they'd stop the music, and people would shift, and they'd start the music back up again. Um, nobody was saying people were leaving, but nobody was saying that people weren't leaving either. So so would that be a really accessible way of blind people to put themselves out there to for piles of other people? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, again, I got married but, when I was uh, 21 years old. Yep. And I'm now 68. So the rules of the game have changed pretty dramatically during it's, those, it's, those years. It's pretty amazing. You and Allison are, are, are almost at the same level here. It's pretty go. amazing. <clears throat> so um, what are the problems with blind people getting to know each other? Is Brian right, you guys? Is, are, are, are things horrendously worse? Um, or, or are there things that actually make it better for folks trying to date in, in 2024? <clears throat> Miss Allison, do we have any hands? We do have a couple of hands. Um, Paul, just a moment. Um, first up, we have Deborah. Deborah. Mm -hmm. Give her just a. There you go. Hey Respect. there. Can you hey, hear the me? Florida Ohio hey, person. <laughs> How are you? Yeah. Well, I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, I'm kind of, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm disappointed because I, um, I, I came wanting to learn, not realizing I was going to have way more experience than anybody here. Let's see. <laughs> so, so. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I actually, I mean, I think it's kind of unfortunate that you don't have anybody here who's had any experience because, so I, I was, I was a pro at online dating 20 years ago. Um, mm -hmm. I did tons of it and I had a lot of fun, uh, on a very significant birthday, a friend, uh, a woman friend of mine. Uh, took me out to dinner on my birthday, and then she said, I've decided that my gift to you is I'm going to sign you up for Match.com, and you don't get a vote. And I kicked and screamed because she had mentioned it many times, and she had met her husband that way the year before. But anyway, she came back to my place and set me up on Match.com, and I, um, I, I met a lot of my my goal was at the time I was um, I had been married for a number of years and then divorced and was raising my youngest child by myself and I was didn't want anything to do with men until she was you know old enough to kind of 
take care of herself a little bit. And um, so my goal was to meet some nice people to do stuff with, to, yep. to go to dinner and go to shows and go to concerts. And that worked really well until, you know, sometimes the, the what you don't want happens and somebody swept me off my feet and I wound up marrying him. And I was married for a couple of years. Um, and there's a lot of good stories about that. But but what I learned about online dating. So when I first did it, I didn't know anybody else. I came to know other blind people who were doing it to compare notes. So my approach was. Now, you could do this in 2003. I'm thinking perhaps you can't today but i don't know that's why i came tonight i was hoping to learn more in 2003 you could get away with not posting your picture and i didn't want to post my picture because at the time i was a pretty popular columnist in the cincinnati Enquirer, and my picture was in the paper every week and i didn't want creeps identifying me and yeah, um, thinking about it, even even in 2006 or 2007, when I yeah. did it, you didn't have to post a picture. And I don't think I did either. Yeah, because so and the other thing about that for me was I thought I am not telling anybody I'm blind until I'm ready. I'm not. So and, and I, I can tell you stories of various friends who have done this several ways but my approach was i didn't even mention it because why bother to tell somebody if you're never you're not going to talk to them right so i just i mean it's been a long time i don't remember exactly what i said but how it works is if somebody wants to talk to you i they have different names for it now but they send you a wink or a smile or something you know and anyway but via email or text you find out somebody's looking at at you looking at your profile right and then and then they can send you an email and it's sent through encrypted emails so that um they don't see your real email and you don't see their real email so you start talking right so my approach was i talked to a lot of people on email i mean it is not for the faint of heart. It's like a it's like a job, you know. It takes it, a lot of time. Is. And so I would talk to people, and then when we got to a point where we we had a lot in common, we were having a good time in email, and one of us would say maybe we should have a conversation. Then we'd have a phone conversation, and then I'd want to talk to them a bunch on the phone before I even, if it looked like we were going to meet. That was when I would say before we set up a meet. I need to tell you something about me. And I was like all kinds of cutesy about it. And I'd say, you know, you'll have to drive or you'll have to read the menus or my dog will be with me or whatever. But eventually I would tell them that I was blind. Most of the time, because I waited till I got to that point, they were cool. They would maybe be a little surprised. Well, they were a lot surprised, of course. But there were a couple horrible ones. There was one guy. He was a doctor. It was Christmas time because he kept talking about, oh, it'd be so fun, to, so romantic to take you uh, on a carriage ride in downtown Cincinnati in the snow and all this crap. Um. All anyway, and um, but 
So he was like chomping at the bit to meet me and was saying stuff like, you know, where have you been all my life? You're the woman of my dreams and all this stuff. When I told yep. him I was blind, he, I have never had anyone be so nasty to me. He was like, you have no right to be on this dating service. What is wrong with you? I mean, he was really ugly, but that was only one. And uh, I would say most of the, most of the time people were, you know, really cool, you know, and then I meet them. What, and the other thing I did that I think is really important if you get into doing this, I always went somewhere that I could get there on my own. And again, I have one blind friend who had lots of guys just come to her house. No way would I ever do that. I, no, I would me. plan to meet them somewhere that I could get there on my own. And I would, I would sort of lie about the time so that I knew I could get there first. Cause I didn't want them to see me trying to find the door, trying to find a table, you know, and I had one favorite restaurant in my neighborhood where I met people a lot and I would get there and get a seat and then they would find me. And, and so that, that worked worked out well. I'll just tell you one other I I don't know if any of you knew John DeWitt. He's sadly yes. not with us anymore. Um, but John yeah, DeWitt I met, his, met him. Yep. Yeah, he was a really brilliant guy in New Jersey. He started the tech training company up there that w did really well, and I forget the name of it. He was brilliant, and he used to DeWitt work for and Associates. Yeah, exactly. Well, he he took a different mm -hmm. approach. He posted on his profile a picture of himself with his seeing eye dog. And he met women and he married one. <laughs> and he had a happy mm -hmm. marriage. So um and I um I believe I wrote a couple articles about this, although I'm kind of fuzzy on it. And now and one other person who I, I won't name, I could name John because he's not alive anymore, but one other person I know who has a little bit of vision took a different approach, which was to fake it through the meeting, the initial meeting, to pretend. There are a that, lot. There are a lot of low vision people who do that. Um, yeah, and I've done that. So yeah, let let me take you back. And by the way, if if you want to um, stay on with us and and be a panelist for the rest of the evening, since you have more experience than we do. Sure, um, I'm happy to. I'm, I, you know, I'm not going to lie. I carved out the two hours to be here with you because I was really looking forward to it. But <laughs> I wanted to learn from people who are doing it now because but, I'm thinking well, about Deborah. Children, we've children. got 25 other people who are on the attendee list who might All be right. able. To, yeah, okay, so you still yes, may. Um, so you're, you're yeah, good. Paul, I'll, I'll but but I want to ask you. To. I want to ask you one question before before we move on to the next person. And, okay. and and that is something that we can both talk about. I used a different service, but what did you think about the profile that, that people were required to fill out on Match.com? Um, I've heard over the years that it's changed and I haven't looked at it. I it was it was okay. It was a little too detailed. A lot of people at the time were using eHarmony, and I have heard that eHarmony is gruelingly detailed. That it's yes, very that's lengthy. the one. That's the one that I used. Um, okay, and it is. Yeah, people 
my friend who signed me up had done both and that's why she she recommended match to me because now and and i should say every you know if there are people here who are new to this and 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 contemplating doing it be careful because now there this is so popular and there are so many services and there are there are services with different intentions you need to find one that fits you and i'm not saying i'm not talking real versus bogus i'm talking I'm, you know, because I learned from my kids too. Yeah, yeah there, yep, yep. there are ones that are met that you just put in a little bit of information because you just want to have some fun tonight, you know. And yes, and there are a lot of young people are okay with that. And and, and um, obviously there are there are gay sites. There are sites that are specifically yeah, yeah. designed for older people. Um, mm-hmm. And and so, you know, it's not a it's not a simple exercise in simply picking any of the large ones anymore. In fact, I would argue that that the large ones have been largely supplanted by more specific sites. Well, I think, and, and again, I'm going by hearsay more than research. I'm on the brink Correct. of research, but I haven't done it yet. But I think, because I know I have one friend who did meet a new spouse on, I think it was called Senior Match, and this was yeah. like five or six years ago. But so I think, like what you're saying, that maybe some of the biggies, like Match.com and eHarmony, have right. broken out into divisions, like they're still alive and well and strong. Yes. But they've got, like, if you're gay, go over here. That's correct. Oh, oh yep. and, and, and I, I knew some people who, there's one that's just for Jewish people. That, that I knew some people who had re- blind people who had really good results from that one, but I forgot what it's called. So anyway, yeah. The, the, <laughs> the other the other site that's interesting, and it's a it, it's one where I've heard that a number of people who are a little uncomfortable jump in on. <clears throat> I think it's a site called Lunch dot com, and oh, um, and what what they essentially do is is they do precisely what you did, Debbie, but that's. Deborah, but that's the whole point. They want to encourage you to to choose a neutral site and to have lunch in a very safe environment, and that's how they want all of the relationships to start. Yeah, that's that's nice. I like that. Yep. Yeah. There are also sites based on your uh, level of religiousness. Yes. So yes, Christians, right, and. I saw one the other day on the news that was for people who were farmers. And, well, and, you know, and of course, the I'm, other interesting sites that are out there are the, uh, I, I suppose the right way to describe them is mating sites. Um, because there are a lot of sites that are actually run out of the country by people from Yugoslavia and Eastern Europe. Who, who are categorically interested in getting into relationships with American men in particular. So these these sites, for the most part, are, are women in Eastern Europe who are excited about the prospect of being able to come to the United States. And um, once they can get married and, and get a green card, their lives have fundamentally altered. 
So there are lots of options out there. So, um, Miss Allison, why don't we move? Why don't we move Deborah over to the panelist side? Sure. And then let's see what other hands we have. Hey, our next hand is Janet and Keith. Janet and Keith from <laughs> Georgia. Yeah. Hi, Allison. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you, Janet? Good oh, to hear good. you. I'm sure that Michael just loved your nightingale voice and you swept him off your feet with your voice. Well, he said it was my smile, so, you know, whatever. <laughs> nice to see you tonight. Very nice. Well, I, I was going to discuss photographs because I happened to have a friend that did meet her. She told me her fiance on one of these sites. And her son kept coming up to me and saying, can you talk to my mom and please straighten her mind? So I had her come over one day and said, let's sit on the porch tonight and have some wine and cheese and just let's talk. And you can tell me about your fiance. And so the more she talked, the more I said, this does not make sense. And I'm, so he's, he's on an oil rig and and you you just you've never seen him and every time you try to invite him to meet someone you forget there were just too many red flags mm -hmm. finally finally she could not she she let me hear a, a, a his message that he left her on a voicemail and it was clear clearly a group of foreign speaking men in a room and i could hear one after another after another in a language and i'm saying this is this is the biggest scam i've ever heard and she was telling me about and it was a nightmare and i kept saying let's have another glass of wine and discuss this again <laughs> yep <laughs> could not convince her that she was being had and this man was trying to get her house and move in with her and his daughter yep. Read what his daughter said. She wants to bake cookies with me and she wants to see me in an apron. Who in the world wears aprons baking cookies anymore? So exactly. this thing was just too much of a, a bogus thing that you know you, you could see it was wrong. But she could not yep. believe that it was not a real person. Well, her son finally did something brilliant. He took that photograph and he went on the internet and this is why i'm talking about the photographs maybe they didn't have them deborah back yep. then but the photographs you get now it doesn't matter he was he, male model it was a male model whose pictures have been used so many times on the internet by women that he found this man was writing to three other women with the oh same of a beautiful handsome male model no wonder you fall in love with this person but he was not real and it took her for a loop she was yep. for a year to realize her whole life was with an imaginary person who was a figment of her imagination yes. so and i am guessing that you and keith did not meet online dating mr <laughs> <laughs> no, it's more like what Brian said. We met at the same congregation. We knew each other. Yep. Nice. 12 nice. years before we dated. Mm -hmm. that, 
Wow, that that is excellent. Thank you, thank you for calling in, Miss Janet, and thank you for sharing that. I think, <clears throat> I think it's important that that people recognize that even though this is a pretty cool thing, or at least it has the potential to be that, there there are loads of scammers yeah. out there, and loads. people have to be careful. Loads, loads. Yep. Miss um, Paul, if Ms. I Janet, could thank wait. you. Sure. If I could weigh in about pictures, listening to that reminded me of some things. So, um, first of all, sometimes for me, when when I was doing it, I, you know, it's all it's starting to come back because it was a long time ago. And I, before I met John and got married, I met a lot of people. So there were some who really wanted a picture, but I didn't want to post any picture. And I can't remember anyway. But so I just wanted to share this one little funny thing. There was one that the guy gave me his address and I said I'd mail him a picture. And I I mailed him a picture and it was me, but I had been at an award ceremony in New York where I got a writing award and Sesame Street also got an award. And I sent him the picture of me on stage with Elmo and I put a note in. <laughs> But you know, Deborah, I will say John DeWitt. I, I studied with John DeWitt in New Jersey. It was from New Jersey, and he was the first oh, one. He was the yeah. first one who taught me Zoom text. So my oh, nice. Life, my life changed with John DeWitt. Oh, nice. Yeah, yep. I didn't know him well, but somehow we wound up having that conversation about um, about the Match.com. Nice, nice to hear his today. name again. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's Ms. good Janet, that Mr. Keith, thank need, you. We we all need to know that there's, you know, there are as many ways to do things as there are to become blind. You know, there's yep. a lot of approaches, but I <clears> think the the example of of you know being scammed that's probably more dangerous <sighs> today than it's ever yeah. been. So people, yeah, and, I think that's right. One other thing that I did every time I was going to meet somebody, and sadly, my dear friend Leslie is no longer in this world, so I can't do this anymore. But um, every time I was going to meet somebody, I would call her and say, okay, this is where we're meeting. This is the time. This is the guy's name. This is the email that I've been writing to. And, um, you know, so like if I disappear off the face of the earth, somebody knew where I was. And I recommend that to everybody that somebody knows where you are if you meet people. I would too. I would too. Miss Allison, who we got? Hey, we have Laura. Yep. Excuse me. Hello. Laura. Hello. Hi. There she is. Um, so I have been on a few of the uh, popular dating apps mm -hmm. um, for the past, I would say, six months or so. Um, and I will say that you are, I think it's a requirement that you have a picture up on your profile. It doesn't have to be your picture. It doesn't, I mean, it can be just any picture, but I think um, there's more expectation uh, of that now. Yep. Yeah, and your uh, your profile. Um, I think people will think that it's 
there's a higher likelihood that people will think that your profile is fake if you don't have a picture of yourself. Makes sense. Um, because makes there's, sense for, yep. yeah, some, and some of these um, apps, it will say next to someone's name because um, there's a way to, I, I can't, it's not very accessible, but there's a way to um, verify that your photos are even real. Um, you kind of, uh, it makes you kind of turn, like you turn on the camera and you turn your head from side to side and it will check check that against the photos that you've uploaded and so there are people who get like a little check mark and it says um like selfie verified and so you i don't know i guess you're a little bit more assured that it's not a fake photo mm -hmm. um and just for myself i put it out there on my profile that i'm blind because yeah. um I mean, even my sighted friends, it's just hard on the apps because it's it's the, the culture where you can just swipe and keep swiping and you keep, you know, getting, seeing more and more people. And um, so it's just, I, I don't see the point in, um, I, I kind of see it as a way to weed people out because I don't, I don't see the point in investing my time and talking to someone only to tell them, you know, down the line that I'm blind and then it, it doesn't work out. So, and I've been uh, fairly successful on going on dates and, um, you know, more than one dates with some people and, and stuff like that. And I actually did meet one person who is a white cane user. Um, and we joke that we're maybe the only two people on the app who are blind because <laughs> it's been really it's been really difficult for me uh, to find any uh, visually you know visually impaired people or even really anyone with a disability. Um, so yeah, I don't know. How it's, how did you find um, how did you find filling out the profile, Laura? <clears throat> so I will say that. Um, I had my friends help, my sighted friends help me. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's, uh, it's too onerous, like what you have to write. I don't think it's grueling. It's not, it's not that much information. Um, but I, I, I have my sighted friends help me upload photos or even, you know, take photos of myself. Yep. Um, but the write-ups are, you know, it's relatively accessible. I use VoiceOver, and it's um, pretty accessible. And you're you're pretty satisfied with with the results so far. I mean, so I think uh, Deborah might have said it's it it's like a part time job. You have to keep working at it, and you know, you maybe you match with some people, and then you message them. But then you know, there are so many people who just and I don't think it's just because I'm blind. I think that's just the universal experience where um, people just drop out, and you know they they just you don't know where they went. Um, so well, you you have which, to. Which service are you using? I'd be interested to know that since you well, so found I it navigable. The first app that I used, and this is the app that's probably not. It doesn't have a very good reputation. I was on Tinder. Mm -hmm. um, and th that's just generally the one the, the app that yeah. people you know associate yeah. with just hooking up um right and then um i'm also on hinge on which uh it's called hinge h-i-n-g-e 
Oh, like on a door. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> and now you're um, saying app. Are you doing it on a smartphone? Yes. Oh, now see that may, yeah, I, that's worth looking into because maybe so many things that we do, um, these days, you get used to doing it on the computer and then you look at the app on the phone and it's easier. So maybe that's the case. So you're finding those phone apps to be pretty manageable, navigable. So, so Ms. Yes. Laura, I'm going to ask you a personal question, and you can tell me it's none of my damn business if you want to. Uh, <laughs> so I just want to let you know that you can do that. Sure. Um, uh, but but my, my question is, is there a reason why you chose to go with online dating rather than using traditional methods uh, for, you know, Brian said earlier that he thinks meeting people is much harder these days. Would you agree with that? Yes, I would agree with that. Um, yep. Uh, like it was mentioned before, it's difficult for me to just walk into a bar and mm -hmm. um, just strike up a conversation with somebody. And um, I am fairly, you know, I have a fairly active social life, but it's it's difficult to. Um, then I just meet a lot of people who already are in a relationship, so it's it's difficult to find available single people in my opinion. Um, and, and I think that seems to, uh, certainly for younger people, I think that's the case for a lot of people and that's why they turn to the apps. Cool. Miss Laura, thank you so much for sharing with us. Sure. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Yeah, I think excellent. we should start an email list of uh, people who are using these apps and, and, and websites to share navigation yeah. tips well, how, we could um we could certainly talk but, about but that. i want to weigh in on what brian said too because that's that's why i i said at the beginning i was disappointed because i thought hey, you got a couple people who've been you know were married a long time ago as was i well that was a different world we don't have that world anymore no if you're lucky and you join you know a church group a special interest group, whatever, and you, but actually meeting people has always been harder for blind people. It's always been harder and it's harder than ever now in my view. And, and so in that regard, I think online dating um, is like kind of a gift if we can sort out how to do it. But the problem is, I meant to ask Laura, how did she find that blind guy? Because without, so the problem is you'll attract weirdos, but it'd be nice to go online and say, I'm blind, looking for a blind guy. But <laughs> I don't think it works that way. So if, if Laura's and, and, still... and, and I think that's what I put in my profile, by the way. Really? <clears throat> not got not blind guys, yeah. but yeah. yeah but... <laughs> Gotcha. Yeah. 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 So if Laura maybe comes back, she can tell us like how she found that one guy with the white cane. All right, Miss, uh, who do we have next? Hey, next, we have Miss Colby. Colby. Good evening, Paul and Allison and everybody. Hi there. Hello. 
Uh, so I was listening on ACB Media. Uh, thank you to Larry for streaming and decided to uh, hop on and uh, talk about um, online dating. I met my boyfriend through Match, actually. Um, and uh, that's the app uh, that I used. And I uh, agree with a lot of what Laura said, and as well as Brian and, and Deborah, too that you know i'm not gonna go to a bar or a club and meet somebody like that's just not you know it's a it's loud it's crowded uh you know <laughs> and right. striking up conversations is also um you know difficult and so i i do think it is particularly harder nowadays to meet somebody if you're blind um and so definitely agree with that sentiment um but Mm -hmm. I did put on my profile that I couldn't see. Um, I had tried it kind of both ways because I know plenty of people who are blind who don't disclose. And I just felt well, kind of like, Laura, that if you don't, you know, you, you put it on there and then if somebody's really interested in you, you know, you're weeding out people who who are not. And I don't want to invest all that time and energy and you know sometimes sense of hope uh to have it you know dashed later and having an experience like deborah mentioned where you know you tell somebody right. you're blind and they <laughs> lose their cool so to speak um but i i've had good success uh with match um and you know like i said my uh boyfriend and i have been together for oh my gosh seven over seven months at this point um Nine. and uh yeah so it's but i i accessibility um is always you know that's an ongoing battle um for us yep. as blind people you know whether it be digital um or just society in general um so i had to have i had a trust some trusted friends and family members help me with picking my pictures and making sure that um, they were arranged, you know, in a nice order, because that part was not accessible. And also verifying your photos um, was right. not accessible with Match. And so there were a lot of things that, you know, and I, of course, this was before Be My Eyes came out was like Be My AI. And I had never even thought of using that, you know, now mm -hmm. as a tool to to look at you know other people's pictures and, and photos um yeah. i think that would be problematic if you can't save the photos to your phone so i know on match you can't just like download someone else's picture so i don't think you could run pictures on other people's profiles through be my ai but if you ended up talking to someone and asking them you know if you're texting or on the phone to send you a picture of themselves, you know, then you could do it, but you can't download other people's pictures. Um, you might be able to take a picture. How many did you put up? What's, what's the typical about, number? I had the max amount, which I think was maybe 20. I think you could, oh you could put up to 20. Oh my gosh. I don't think 20 pictures exist of me. Okay. <laughs> so I had, I tried, I, I had pictures, I picked pictures, you know, definitely um, some with, I when I 
first, I had just gotten a new guide dog um, when I met, you know, met my boyfriend now, but I always made sure to have pictures with my dogs included, you know, when I, when I had mm -hmm. dogs, um, mm -hmm. if it was a time in between dogs, I would, I would, wouldn't include them because, you know, that particular dog wasn't a part of my everyday life anymore at the time. Um, but I, I tried to make sure, you know, I mean, I love NASCAR. All right. We'll put, you know, some good pictures of me, you know, at races or, you know, going to a hockey game or, um, you know, just any kind of everyday life, you know, sort of things, or right. if it's something that I'm really, really into, um, and, uh, <laughs> My finale. So, of course, I'm a huge NASCAR fanatic, and uh, my boyfriend actually works for NASCAR. So, that was an interest that we bought. Oh, my over. goodness. How cool is uh, that? Constantly. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's great. So, it, uh, and, you know, it was, I mean, it was, but I, I loved. I, you know, I've used eHarmony and I loved how detailed they were. Match is not as detailed, but I okay. like all those details. I, so you did I both. Wanna know, yes, I've tried both. I want to know as okay. much about somebody as they're willing to put. And I found myself drawn to the profiles that were more detailed yes. because there was more information there. You didn't find either one completely accessible. You had to have help with both. Yeah, I had to have help with both. Yeah. Um, editing yeah. your profile, like if you want to write, you know, what you're writing about yourself, um, that's, that was pretty accessible. Sometimes I would use the website instead of my phone if I was going to do a lot of writing. Right. Um, and then, you know, managing things that way. But anything having to do with arranging your pictures, uploading pictures, verifying that, you know, you're real and you are who you say you are, um, anything that was really sort of visual in nature um i had to mm -hmm. i you had to have assistance with yeah i, th I think I that's would, probably accurate i i would like to hear from anybody if if any of the hands raised come up with if there's anyone who has used ira to because that's kind of what i've been thinking about doing is you but you know not all ira agents are made equal so you need to kind of feel good about you'd have one. to have a lot of ira minutes <laughs> Probably well, have to not, have a not few. to do the profile. I'm just talking about the pictures to upload them because it would be so embarrassing. I can see me being the one to upload a picture that was upside down or sideways. Right. Or, you know, like yeah, I don't know. I don't know how. I mean, I know you can do that from you can do it from your computer. I just always had a friend help me upload them you know using my phone um because okay. i i would have you know camp my just whatever on my camera roll um or i'd you know pull and always yeah. i always made sure to have some you know make sure they were fairly recent pictures you know nothing older than like mm -hmm. three to five years um right. okay you know, just okay. so just so you're keeping current but i i've right. i've had a very you know very good uh good experience um with match and i i wish I wish you know they would improve their accessibility um right because i think there are ways around it and i think there would be ways to make some of those visual tasks you know at least more accessible than they currently are but i do think you know when you're dealing with something like this kind of one of those inevitable things where you know you're just gonna need some sort of sighted help um right. to to make sure you know if you want to do it 
easily, easily and less frustrating. And, you know, in a way that is going to save you, <laughs> you know, a ton of stress. Yep. But I definitely agree with everybody so far who has said, you know, it's, it's, you have to work at it. And it is like a part-time job. Um, yep. yeah. I'll say, yeah. I'll say it was worth it. <laughs> so yeah, cool. because did you because your boyfriend's did, sitting right there right he actually is over here tonight we, we're out uh, he's taking it was worth it yeah he's taking me to i get to go with him to the daytona 500 so i'm oh, very that is so cool. oh that's wow. so cool that's so cool okay yeah did 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 you find that since you self-identified <clears throat> that some of the responses you got were uh were were kind of yucky because people were kind of offering to take care of you and that kind of crap um i i found some of that not a lot um i got a lot of questions um which you know i, I didn't mind answering um now you know a, a lot of the things that people would ask initially or how blind are you and i'm just like how do you respond <laughs> to that like you know i <laughs> And I, at first I was kind of peeved off about it. And one of my friends said, she said, I don't think that's an unreasonable question. And I'm like, I do. I find it offensive. I do. <laughs> but, I, I, I'm with, I'm with you, Colby. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm like, what, uh, why, why does that, you know, matter? Um, and I, I think while I said, I think the first line of my profile just said, um, what, what was it? I see the world differently. I'm blind. And then I went into, you know, I like, yep, yep. I enjoy this and this and this. And, you know, here's things I'm <clears> interested <throat> in and I sing and I love NASCAR and da 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 on and on. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But I, you know, you, you get the gamut. Um, and it, you really learn <laughs> to develop a thick skin. Um, and, yes. you know, if somebody, wasn't willing to engage in conversation then i was kind of like that's fine you know i had I, I think i had the majority you know you like quote unquote on on match it's known as a like um and i think visually speaking it's a heart uh if you if you like someone um and you want to match with them and then if they like mm -hmm. you back then you can message and send you know send each other messages yes um yep match and eHarmony, of course are both paid um, I know Tinder and maybe Hinge yep. and some of those other ones are are free. Um, I did not find Hinge to be accessible, but I tried it several years ago. Um, and then Tinder, right. I thought about trying and I never really pulled the trigger um, on that one. Uh, but but I I would love to, you know, work with companies and improve some of these, you know, improve some of the apps and see if there was a way we could <laughs> try to make think, things more accessible so we be, could do it a little I more. Think that would be fun. Deborah, yeah. write a resolution. Um, <laughs> well, maybe I will. But I have one more question for Colby before she escapes. And that yes, is, um, did you, uh, did you, it sounds to me like you, used the phone primarily as laura did is that true did you use the phone more than no the i used a mix of i mix used a mix of both um okay so okay. if i if i wanted to look at someone's profile in like great detail i would sometimes use it you know get on the computer and do it um mm -hmm. if i wanted but if i you know if i did, wasn't in front of my computer and i wanted to look at somebody's 
you know, I would, of course, use the phone. Um, if I were editing my profile um, and changing, you know, a sentence or two or a paragraph or whatever, um, I would do that on the computer. So any sort of extensive mm -hmm. writing, um, I would just log on to the website um, and do it, do it on the computer. So honestly, I'd say it was about 50-50 for me. Um, okay. I, I used the phone and the computer. Yeah. So if, if, if a blind person walked up to you, Colby, and said, <clears throat> should, should I, um, should I try online dating in general? Your answer would be. Yes. <laughs> I, would, I would say yes. I would say yes, because I, you know, I do, I, I, Definitely agree with what everyone has said so far that it is harder to meet people in general, I think nowadays, but also, you know, when you're blind, there's that layer of, of complexity that everybody's talked about so far this evening where, yep. you know, if I walk into a bar or a club, I'm not going to be able to hear. So orienting right, right. is just out of the question. Um, you, yeah. You can't hear and you can't make eye contact. And that's what right. it's all about in a noisy right. environment. So it's, what's the it point? It certainly is. Yep. It, it yeah. certainly is. It's, I mean, and, we and are just eye contact. out of... Yeah. And the eye contact is much more important it's than the hearing. Very frankly. important. Yeah. And, and yeah. that's why online is a good answer for us because... And that was, you know, my rationale behind not disclosing blindness up front because blindness is part of me, but it's, right. sure. it's not a big part of me. What's a bigger yeah. part of me is, you know, my values and what I like to do and what I like to read and what I like to eat. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I make sure right. to, I, you know, I always told people, you know, it's just a part of who I am. It's like I have blonde hair and blue eyes and I just happen to exactly. not be able to see. It's it's a characteristic. Yeah. It's not, you know, it doesn't define me. Exactly <laughs> it's right. Part of the part of the package. Yep. Yeah. Miss exactly. Colby, thank you very much for sharing some of your time with us. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I'm very uh, interested in other people's thoughts on the topic. Me too. Thank you, dear. And Miss Allison. Yes, sir. We have, uh, say, excuse me, Sandra is up next. Sandra. Hello. Hello, everyone. I have a question and would like your perspective on it. The people who have spoken so far sound um young if you will my question is what about seniors in dating on dating sites okay paul before you point fingers at me i'm i'm just gonna come clean i am not young i am not young i realize i've been told i have a young voice but um i i'm not gonna tell you how old i am because i've been touchy about that for most of my life but i am not young i have three adult children i have seven grandchildren um and uh yeah i am not young so um and 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 i wasn't even young when i did it 20 years ago right. so and, so and, forget and about I'm that older and i'm older than she is and <laughs> and, and i so have just, three kids and 10 grandchildren 
So, okay. <laughs> so, so forget the, about that. Age is irrelevant in my view, in my view. But, well, but, but if we go online, I mean, we all know that there's discrimination against blind people. And now we do have to think about, you know, not just ableism, but ageism, that there will be prejudice. And that's what I hoped to pick up tonight was to hear about some sites that are especially good for older there, people. There, There is one. Um, do you remember what it's called, Brian? I think it has the word silver in it. Um, there's, there's one called Silver Singles. There I've seen one. that. There's one called Our Time. But here's the consideration. And this is one thing I've experienced when I was younger and older. People can be whatever they want to be online. Sure. And, and even if you date them, you still only know the part of them they present until you meet their family and friends. Sometimes you don't begin to know the person that you're dating. But and, it, but would you would you identify as visually impaired, Sandra, if if you went on to one of those sites? Yes, definitely. Yeah, exactly. And, and I don't want to so, waste I don't want to waste their time or my time. I feel it's a matter of integrity to be come up front and be straight. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. But then again, but that and, and I said, think, that said, I think, you want someone to get to know you. So age is a part of who you are. Vision is a part of who you are. But you have to decide before you set up that page, that profile, how big of a part there. Like for for me, you know, I I've had some conversations with friends about this a lot just recently that. I have been uncomfortable with telling my age for as long as I can remember. I remember when I turned 30, I didn't want people to know, not because I thought 30 was old, but because I thought I don't want to be defined as a 30-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I have values that are similar to a 15-year-old because I'm immature and maybe or I have a values year old Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I just don't like it. I don't like people knowing my age before but, they know me. So, would we all agree, though, that that if if you go on to a site that is senior oriented, identifying yes. yourself as having a visual impairment is probably not as big a thing as it would be on a site for younger folks? I would think so. Mm, I th I think I you're disagree. right. I, I really? 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 I disagree oh. from a woman's perspective because men, seniors, are looking for women to take care of them. They oh. want I think there's some truth cook, in that. Who yeah. can clean. Yep. Who can, and so being blind is a determined. And then you have men who want to take care of want a woman to be dependent on them. So there's a lot of dynamics that are in but the senior see, baby. Uh, see, I was thinking of the of the of of the men who want women to be dependent on them. And I was suggesting that there are a lot of men 
who are seniors who fit into that category, who 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 are retired now and need somebody to take care of. Yes. I have now, a I, friend who actually was approached. Her husband died and one of his best friends reached out to her and said, how would you like to, you know, come a thousand miles and live with me? Cause I'll pay for everything. I'll take care of you. If you take care of me, <laughs> she said, no way, Jose, but it, yeah. I mean, I think it's it's not that's a thing. I mean, it's it's something to be aware of, but it's it's not necessarily linked to vision loss or disability. I don't think. I think it's just yeah. it's more linked to age and to people who have limited awareness of their own. Sure, and I, and I think it's arguable, Sandra, that that whether you could see or not the dynamic of men in that age category is going to be the same. Exactly. It has nothing yeah. to do with vision. It has to do with right. the male role model of that generation. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think so. My experience has been, I put that I was blind, but what really shook them up was I'm not a typical female. Okay in this respect of I don't believe in male female role models. I believe I that there's strengths, fine. you know, strengths and weaknesses of individuals. It has nothing yep. to do with male and female. And surprisingly enough, I had several responses because of that attitude. Because well, the in men fact, were I think I think it's a great attitude and, and it's something that we need to consider <clears throat> um, when we're when we're putting our stuff out there um, and des and describing who we are. I, th I, I think that that probably makes your profile a lot stronger. Well, the men appreciate it because as seniors and not making the income, they didn't want the responsibility of financially taking care of a woman. And of course, that's the other issue. There probably are stereotypes out there that say if you put on there that you're blind, the assumption is you're poor as well. Exactly. Exactly. So I think, um, like the other person said, it has a lot to do with who you are and how you present yourself. But those roles yep. and generations, that's a consideration. Yep. Other questions for Sandra before we let her go? I just want to wish you luck. Be yep. you. You sound pretty cool to me. Yep. <laughs> oh, I, yep. I do. I, <laughs> let, let me I know what site you get. Here. Let me know what site you go on, Miss Sandra. <laughs> I yeah, don't right. go on sites. I don't go on sites anymore. Gotcha. <laughs> Miss Sandra, thank you so much for sharing. <clears throat> uh, Miss Allison. <clears throat> Yes. Uh, next up, we have Rhonda. Miss Rhonda. Hello. Hello. Actually, um, I'm going to tell you about a couple um, friends. Oh, well, they're friends of mine. Um, her name is uh, Terry, and she's totally blind. And she met her husband on a dating website now 
she did not tell him at first that in her profile that she was totally blind. Uh, mm -hmm. They both they they both um, had lost their spouses to cancer, and they were both retired. Nice. And they had five conversations together before she decided to tell him that she was blind. And in this case, and I think this might be an issue if you tell people at the get-go that you're you're blind is that he said that if he would have saw her profile with the word blind in it he probably would have just passed her up but because he got to know her he he was able to look past the word blind right <clears throat> and deborah you would certainly agree with that would you not i would that's where i was coming from when i if i do it again i will do it the same way again just because I felt that, you know, I got to know people, you know, we talked about books and folk music and, and culture and politics. And, and if, if, if all that stuff worked and there was an interest, then I told them that I was blind. But to put it up front, you just, I, my sense is you just run so much risk of, attracting people who either think you're weird or you're fascinating or you're freakish or you're amazing yeah. or they want to be contagious you. <laughs> or contagious <laughs> amen to that yeah yeah you know and, um, and, and i guess i feel like like sandra felt that that if you don't put it up there that you're blind right away you end up you end up wasting a lot of time talking to people who are eventually going to say the hell with you, Jack, you know, if, if, um, if, if you're blind, I don't want anything to do with you. So well, that's why I, you do it within a, you know, I, I wouldn't I mean, go many conversations, but I think five sh emails conversations, you know, right. is respectable. Right. You know, I, 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 I get that Rhonda. And, and, and I think, I think it's a good middle road. So, so I get I that. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. And they've been happily married now for eight years. So, yeah. Nice. Nice. For him. nice. Yeah. And yeah. yeah and I know him and he's a nice guy. And yeah. So, yep. yeah, it worked out for them. So, there you go. That's what I wanted to contribute. Thank you very much Thank for you. calling. Thank you. Yep. And Miss Allison? Well, at the moment, Mr. Paul, we have no raised hands. Very good. So, I have a couple of questions. See, this Mr. is what Ryan. I do. I'm a lurker. I'm a lurker. Been yes. Who is that? By these responses. This is that's Brian. Brian. Oh, that's Brian. Brian, you sound like you haven't talked for a little while, so your voice got scratchy. That's scratchy. Well, that's okay. me, Mr. Sludge. <laughs> uh, it's anyway, a good voice. It's a she's getting old too, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I I have to say that this is been eye-opening for me to see all these people who are using this as a method uh, to find other people to interact with you know more than just the guy at the bus stop right and I think I think that's that's great I and I agree that it you know it's one of those things like a curb cut you know it has advantages uh, 
for us from an accessibility point of view, I would say that, and, and I can't remember which one of our callers mentioned it, but this idea of not just meeting the person, but meeting the person and the people who choose to associate with that person. Yeah, that was interesting. Uh, the, the, yeah. the family and friends and colleagues that, quite honestly, you know, I, I uh, talked to my sister about her days of dating and, and uh, going to clubs and that kind of stuff. She never did it alone. It was always the girls went, she and her girlfriends would go someplace. And they'd have one another's back uh, if things got weird. Um, and they kind of urged one another on to make that contact when they might be just a little too shy to do it on their own. So where does that come in to the world of online dating? I think it's still there. I think that they're, okay, for example... Now, remember, my experience is already 20 years old, but when I was doing it, I was sharing, every time I agreed to meet somebody, I was sharing the details with a girlfriend because there's so much power in, you know, women connections, like connections with your tribe, you know, with, so, um, so, yeah, so there's that. And Brian, I, I just want to say, you know, this has the fact that this even makes any sense to you or is even interesting to you is remarkable because there you are. You're one of the lucky ones, you know. I mean, you and Kim have been together for 20 million years and you're both wonderful and you're both awesome and you're awesome as a team. And, you know, so the whole concept is probably pretty bizarre to you. but. <laughs> but if you're out here and you're by yourself, you, you're looking at ways to meet other people. And, you know, one of the questions that Paul put in the, the, the blurb that went out for tonight was about dating blind people versus sighted people. And we haven't talked about that at all. And, well, and I, I, I was actually just about to because I was going to say one good. of the, if if you're interested in in dating blind people and and I happen to be I mean I I would not me too. get involved yeah. in a relationship with with somebody who wasn't blind anymore yeah. I just don't want yeah to. well and my I've been married twice and I'm I'm sorry for that I apologize but I've been married <laughs> twice and they were both sighted. And the thing that I said to all my closest friends when the second marriage ended was, if I ever do this again, I am only doing it with a blind guy. I am so done with explaining myself, you know. Right, so, right. And, 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 and so I, what I was going to say is one of the things that's available to us really is, is a lot more ability for contacting blind people by, by listening in on community calls, by, by getting involved in, uh, in ACB media stuff and, and, and frankly, by attending convention. I mean, I'm at the, I'm at the love of my life at an ACB convention and, and I am so lucky that I did that. <laughs> I'm so glad. To when hear I you was that. young, um, <laughs> my first three 
serious girlfriends were all sighted. I was in a, you know, I was the blind kid in high school. So in any of those relationships were pretty much going to be with sighted ladies. The Then my, I uh, got engaged uh, to my best friend's sister. And uh, while she was off at college, her father convinced her to break it off with me because I wasn't going to be in a position to take care of her the way a husband should. Mm. So, very harmful. Yeah, so and, and I assume I that said, didn't you know, refer to your sexuality, Brian. So being, <laughs> I was being as prejudiced against blind people as yes. that father was against me because yes. I chose to date sighted women. Yep. Uh, then I met this young lady named Kim at an uh, <laughs> Oregon Council of the Blind event. I should say I, I re-met her. I met her originally when I was 12 and she was 11. Um, <laughs> summer schools and that kind of stuff. Programming. But again, I've seen so many really quirky things. If if you meet a blinded vet, the likelihood is nine out of ten times he's going to have a sighted. I shouldn't say just he. Sure. There's going to well, be a sighted sure. spouse in that mix. Right. Just, There's yeah. going to be a sighted spouse in that mix. Huh. I I don't know if uh, I, I don't know if I if I'll go that far. Oh. Um, but oh. but I, <laughs> I I can't think of a lot of examples where what you say isn't true, Brian. So, but but I I hate that kind of huge generalization. But you may be right. Yeah, you, yeah you I don't I don't like it either. Summer because... when DVA is there. Remember, we're going to be sharing. I do I do remember that, and my my understanding is some of those veterans are bringing guns. Ouch! <laughs> Ouch! Ouch! I hope you're joking. Please say you're joking. You're not I am. joking. Oh, you are joking. Oh, good. But okay. The, I am And, and joking, I will but, say, yeah. you know, without naming names, like uh, one of my most memorable suitors after I was no longer married was a BVA guy. And right. and so so don't be careful with those generalizations. Right. Um, right. Because he knew that blind women had, you know, we're we're cool. We're cool. We're cool. We're cool. Um, yeah. But, right. <laughs> but um. But but, but 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 what what I Paul, you were talking about the opportunity for people to meet people on community calls, right? And I would put forward that we yes, that's true. But what percentage do we think of our membership? are on the community calls, as wonderful as they are, and how do we spread that more? Because I'm thinking, I know a person who you probably know too, but I'm not going to name names, who went on a call that community calls did a year or two or three ago when they began um, that was about dating, and this person was 
serious. He wanted to date somebody. I think it was, I didn't attend, so I don't, I only know this secondhand after the fact, but it was like a version of online dating via ACB or Meet the Bachelor or something like that. I don't know what it was because I wasn't there, but he really wanted to, to connect and Oh, I think it was choose the bachelor or something. Anyway, and it turned out that the person who chose him just did it for the mental exercise and had no interest in meeting anyone and he was crushed. So I think, you know, maybe we should look at doing more of that and making it more widespread because, you know, that was an exercise that worked. But so Cindy, work. if you're if you're if you're if you're listening, dot <laughs> yes. dot dot. <laughs> exactly. That's why I brought it up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I but I think that um I, I, I think that virtuality over over the past three or four years has certainly blunted um people's attendance at at, at conventions. And and I think there there are yes. a lot of people who don't go to conventions who would have um pre-covid and 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 so it's it the, the likelihood of meeting really cool people and starting relationships at conventions is tougher i would argue that a convention is a wonderful place to see if a relationship is going to work if you're prepared to work at it because you you have really a whole week to get to know that person um and 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 you also get to know the kind of friends that person has, um, the kind the kind of social interaction that person operates with, the way that person functions um, in in an environment, the kinds of responsibility that person takes. I mean, there is an immense amount that you can that you can learn about a person during an ACB convention. So if if I were doing an ad for why people should go to the ACB convention, um, meeting somebody really cool would be high on my list. <laughs> Conventions have a bit of a reputation, no matter <laughs> what organization holds the convention. Yeah, uh, they, not, they do. Not just the blindness one, but uh, when in Vegas, but what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah, I, I, I get that. I, I get that. But I, I don't know that that's so true as, as much true of blind people. I know there are there are people for whom it's true, uh, and 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 it is. I think especially when and and this probably doesn't happen as much now as it used to, but especially when people are doing a lot of drinking at conventions. Uh, I I think that there used to be there used to be some real taking advantage of folks, um, but I'd like to think that doesn't happen as much now. I, I'd and, like to think it. I maybe. And wrong. you know what else I think is that it's one more example of how I, I think there are countless examples throughout history of where people with disabilities and blind people specifically, but also people with disabilities in general, have been ahead of the curve. And I think blind people meeting one another and forming relationships at conventions is an example of that because 
We were, you know, we've been having conventions for whatever, I don't know, 60, 70 years, some big long time. And a lot of a lot of relationships and marriages have formed out of that. But today, that's a more common way for a lot of people who are not blind to meet other people. People meet people at lawyer conventions and conferences and writer conferences and engineer conferences. So I think it's just one more example of us being ahead of the curve and not getting enough credit for it. (laughs) Yeah, and and just stay tuned. By July, the handbook will be out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm going to tell a story if anybody on myself. Is mind, it, oh, go ahead. On. One second, Brian. Yeah, I'm <clears throat> if, if, if anybody is minded to raise their hands and has some comments, please feel free to do that. Brian, go. The summer that Kim did not come to the national convention because she was putting together our wedding, we were married on the 21st of July. Um, at the convention, I think it was in uh, Grand Rapids. Uh, anyway, I went up to the hotel bar uh, on the top floor and sat down at the bar. And uh, a young lady was sitting in the next on the next stool. And uh, introduced that you know I was with the convention, so was she. And I bought her a drink. Now this to me was just being social, but gentlemanly. Yep. Two days later, I hear a rumor that this young lady said he was trying to pick me up, and he was actually here while his wife to be was back putting together their wedding. Uh, I go back to another time when I was seen holding an ACB female member uh, in a area between two wings of a hotel, an outdoor area. And the got around that, <laughs> that I was fooling around with somebody else's wife. Well, that woman, uh, had been diagnosed with breast cancer, and her husband um, indicated that he wasn't going to be able to be with her for that procedure because the uh, state affiliate was having their convention and he needed to be there. So I worry a bit about, and again, this is my experience with these kinds of things, that uh, conventions can be just as filled with potential pitfalls as any other social environment. Uh, buyer beware. Uh, in yeah, I, I, I mean, I think general. I think ACB is a rumor mill, and 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 I don't think there's any other way of describing it. But I, but frankly, I don't I I don't care. Um, I really don't. Um, my, my my view is if you've got a good relationship with with whoever you're having a relationship with, um, that 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 person is likely um, to believe you rather than rather than 
than a, a bunch of busybodies who are out there. And we do have a well, couple of hands whenever you're ready. Good. Let's uh, hear. Very good. All Let's right. do it. All right. First up is Michael. Michael. <laughs> a man actually called in on this show. Pardon me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I, uh, you know, uh, she said, Brian, you were lucky. And definitely you are. You married up. Uh, uh, <laughs> but she's going to keep me in the way that I've grown the custom. Uh, so, so did you, Michael? Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. But y'all, uh, you and Larry teamed up on me, yeah, but, and we didn't even uh, think yeah. once about it. We just did it. I noticed that. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, hearing the stories, I am more than happy not to have to online date <laughs> just and and i say that because now i would imagine the most of the calls the people that have called on here are totally blind and that's that's a different dynamic than i mean i would be in right because i drive in the daytime but when the sun goes down i'm just as blind as the next person as mm -hmm. far as transportation and going places, you know, so and that's a hard thing to explain to a lot yeah, of so, people. So, so, so Michael lurks at regattas during the day <laughs> and goes home at night. Ooh, now we know. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad to find out what I've been doing. I often wondered what it was, <laughs> but you know. Uh, Sounds interesting. I agree with Brian. It's interesting. Uh, and yeah. uh, But I'm just glad I ain't got to do it. <laughs> yeah. But I think you're right. There is a, a very different dynamic for 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 a partial. And, and you and Allison both fit into that category. Yeah, we, um, we kind of do. Yeah. What, it it, it might have. Do, do you think that you guys communicated a lot visually? Um when when you were getting to know each other or was it more was it more by speaking i think it was both at, at least yep. on my end because mm -hmm. her smile is what won my heart oh uh, gotcha <laughs> uh, and, more by speaking but you know a little yep. of both for me but yep more by uh, speaking but she's yep. i was she's muted a pretty so young you didn't hear my ah uh, that was <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Deborah. It was, it was so sweet. Okay. Uh, but but um, do you have advice for, for partials, you two? I think you, you need to, to be up front yeah. uh, about your ability to how, how well you can see. Because when I started the bioptic driving thing, uh -huh. I told my sister, and she goes, you can't see the road. <laughs> I, and I said, well, I guess I'm going to walk down there and say, give me a driver's license, and they're just going to give it to me. She didn't like that answer either. But <laughs> no. Because, <laughs> <laughs> no. and she, you know, I've known her ever since she came into this world, but mm -hmm. she never stops to think that we can see some of us a little yep, bit. Yep, we can't yep, yep. see like she can, but you know, 
and they don't understand. You know, yeah, so. I think it's good to be up front with people because, like someone said earlier, you do you can probably weed out those that uh, you probably don't need to be taking the time with anyway. Yep. So it's just my yep. my take on it. So, well, so I guess that I guess that if if a partial goes onto one of those sites and says, um, "I don't have perfect vision," um, you know, they they are disclosing, but they're probably creating creating enough room where people aren't going to regard it as nearly as serious as somebody who says, hey, I'm totally blind. I've, you know, I could take both eyes out and put them on the table. Oh, Paul, please don't ever say that in an online dating profile. Please don't do that. I mean, you don't I think get it. it work I get ever. it. I'm just saying, you know, the, the sighted world is not ready for that. <laughs> there may be oh, some on ACB it. Media as well <laughs> who are saying yeah, what right. we're not ready for yeah, it either. Yeah, exactly. we might be bumped off ACB Media. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, oh. Only men. So, you know, I think sometimes somebody ought to do a whole show on the attitude toward prosthetics, male versus female, because only a man would have made that comment. Only a man. I'm sorry. If those who say there's no gender difference, forget about it. I I suppose that's probably accurate. Um. (laughs) Anyway, I'm curious, you know. Blindness, of course, associated with the eyes. And if you read books, watch movies, whatever, it's always they gaze into one another's eyes. Mm -hmm. And that whole mystique about the eyes themselves as having, if you will, a romantic aspect to them. How does that fit for a low vision person? Well, uh, no, Alice, you, yeah. Well, you, you said you saw her smile. That was the first thing. So, yeah. Yeah, so I think we did a little bit of that gazing into the eyes thing. Yeah. yeah. But we, yeah, you know, that works if you're close enough. But uh, yeah. you just have to be close. <laughs> if you're that close, just give her a kiss and move that, on. Okay? Yeah, there you that, go. That, that was that was his excuse, Allison. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> now I know. Oh, that's funny. Oh, goodness. <laughs> but, Mike? okay, so I just got to say to weigh in for the other team here. I think is that, those is that women who, or totals? Totals. <laughs> Go for it. Totals. Well, I was very young and I wish I still had it. But when I was like 19, I went to Ann Arbor for the first time, which was you know, Hippieville in Michigan. And um, and I, I went into a bead shop and I bought a bunch of beads and I reached across the counter and the guy touched my hand and I touched and there was electricity and I wrote a poem about, and I wish I still had it because I think it would be informative today, but it was about two hands touching. And the point is, I think, that for those of us who don't have working eyes, there's a similar electricity in hands. Yes. And well, and, and, and in voices. And in voices, I, I mean, yes. I mean, let's be candid. There are some folks who, who have voices 
that that would make it impossible for me to have a long term relationship with them. <laughs> wow. I love it. Okay. Oh. And I see that. That's unfortunate, isn't it? I mean, that shows you don't our think, biases. I know you're you right, Paul. I get yeah, it. You, it I mean, it, don't you feel that? Don't you feel the same way, Deborah? I mean, our. <clears throat> I do. Our, our, yeah. I do, uh, and, and it's I think, it's our kind of prejudice, really. Yeah, and that's all and, it is. And and I I remember, I mean, before she knew you can't believe I'm going to say this and this is recorded. But before she knew you, Gail and I, the first thing we ever did together nationally was we went to a, 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 a an ACB powwow where you meet the legislators and such. And right. um, and and I remember we were sitting in the room and we were poking each other. It was so tacky. We're like, I want that one. I want that one. Like we we're hearing these different guys <laughs> and they sounded really cool. You know, so, yeah. Um <laughs> God help us. I know. So well, we were having a delayed adolescence. We were best friends from childhood and we we lost track with each other for a little while. So, you know, we were like late 20s, early 30s and we reconnected. So we were being delayed teenagers. But but I think what Paul's saying is there's something to that. But at the same time, I'm, I find myself thinking about that a lot because when I hear a voice that's difficult for me to listen to, I find today I listen harder because I think I'm being prejudiced. I'm not liking your voice and therefore I'm not liking you and I need to listen more to I, what you say. Sure, I, I, I get that, but... but it it would never rise for me to the place where uh, e even though i mean i can say to myself right away you're being prejudiced and that what 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 you're doing isn't justifiable i i can do that right away but it doesn't change the fact that that i almost certainly would not get involved in a long term relationship with somebody um who who had a voice that that i simply couldn't deal with on a daily basis right Right. I mean, I just yeah. wouldn't. Yeah, and, uh, that's that, honesty. Yeah. yeah. Guys, I, I need to let you know that we have three more hands and 15 minutes left. So, Ooh, very let's good. Hear them. So, let's, so hear them. let's take a hand. All right. All right. Uh, I'll take Sand the left one. Okay. Sandra, you are up next. Sandra. I have two questions. Yeah. What's the difference of the appeal of a voice? than a sighted person appealing of a person's appearance. Oh, I don't think None. there's any difference. None. None. It's no, the same. No, no, no. But... I, I, I don't think any of us are suggesting that there's any difference, Sander. We're just saying that, that uh, you know, this, this notion that because blind people can't see, they don't have, they don't have prejudices in, in, terms of, in terms of forming relationships is, is, is bunk. We do. Well, I'll put it in a different way. We got what we got. And if you don't see, then you're going to default to what you got. And what you got sure. is your is is hearing a voice. And so it's whether it's right or wrong or terrible or good, it doesn't matter. Your 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 bias is 
you're going to default to what you can experience. You can't sure, see but go ahead person. and say what you were going to say, Sandra. But that's my point. What appeals to a person is personal preference. And if we don't have sight, then the voice is very much a part of it. Just like appearance sure. is when you see, sure. you know, a person. But my second question is, you were talking about attendance not being as high after COVID. Maybe if you had a speed dating event at ACB convention, you'd have more <laughs> members coming. It's just a thought. Uh, okay, I hope Colby's still listening. She can carry that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, the um, next generation is holding an online event intended to have simulate who have excuse me to simulate yep go ahead go ahead brian i'm sorry that are um it's going to be very much like speed dating but it's going to be speed mentoring where uh dozen acb uh leaders will be in one group and a dozen uh next generation hers uh, are in another group, and we're going to be swapped from uh, Zoom room to Zoom room every three to five minutes and communicate in that fashion. So I don't see that there's, you know, this idea of doing a speed dating event is much different than that. I don't, if, if they make this work, then I think you could absolutely I, turn it into yeah, an I mean, ACB I, online I, event. I, I think it. I I think it's an interesting proposal. I don't know what affiliate would do it, um, or, or or I I can't I can't quite figure the National ACB office putting together speed dating. Can you, Brian? No, but there are. But okay. they should. They should. Women's. I I'll I'll poke at women's yeah. concern. Maybe so. As a committee. Yeah. Yep. That would be the committee closest to the subject. I would think. Or maybe a combination of women's concerns, MCAC and BPI. What about AAVL? I mean, yes, yeah. Again, I think a couple of committees slash whatever could make something like that happen. Well, leadership of ACB, another thing to notice. Sandra, (laughs) anything else, dear? She's muted. All right. Oh, there she goes. No, I just thought that was an opportunity because sometimes the group doesn't focus on the practical matters, and that's quality of life, if you will, relationships. I think think that's a very good point. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Next Miss Allison. Yes, uh, Rhonda. You're up next. Okay. Um, well, first of all, I met my husband the old-fashioned way through work. But nice. What? Um, well, see, now I grew. I I grew up going to school for for the blind and visually impaired, and and so I was well involved in. Uh, for lack of a better phrase, blind community. Right. Uh, my my husband um, lost his um, some of his vision through a car accident 
when he was a teenager, but was never introduced to any type of blind or visually impaired people. He never met any until he came to work at Industries for the Blind nice. here. And but he had dated many normal sighted um, girls and women, and but. You know, he just never felt real comfortable with them. And he said that one of the first things that really attracted him to to me, besides me, is that yep. I was visually impaired. Yep. I, at that time, I had um, partial vision. So, you, you know, so, yeah. But that's how, that's, I, if I wasn't, if I had normal vision, I don't know if we would have connected. Uh, good point. Good point. Thank you very much, Miss Rhonda. We appreciate it. Uh, Miss Allison. Yes, sir. Uh, our last hand for the moment is Janet and Keith. Janet and Keith, twice in just, one night. I was just going to piggyback off of what you said, Paul. I had my two blind friends over for dinner. They came from Allentown, Pennsylvania. Since they came such a long distance, I had 10 people for a dinner party. And Harold he intrigued me with his prosthesis and his eyes, and he was so interesting to talk about. I think I told you this story, Paul. I asked him, oh, your eyes must be beautiful. And he took them out at the dinner table, and he, he handed them to me. And I was so intrigued at feeling his eyes that I had no concept of the other 10 people at my dinner table and how it affected the rest of the dinner party. But... It just you just reminded me of that moment so exactly <laughs> i was very intrigued by the whole situation yep Ms. Yeah. janet thank you very much okay one another so i don't do think i don't think we've come close um uh to to exhausting this topic i mean there are there are piles and piles of of other things that we could talk about with re, with relation to all of this, but I think we can we can begin to summarize. And I'm going to do a bit, and then I'll encourage Deborah to say a couple of final things, and and then Brian and Larry, and then Allison if she wants to. So I guess I guess what I would say is uh, I I am immensely proud of all the folks who called in and talked with us tonight. Uh, about something that some people may regard as pretty personal and pretty private. So thank you, everyone. Um, we really Paul, appreciate it. Yes. We do have one more hand. Do you want to, to take it or just? Let's let's go ahead, but it's going to have to be fast. Oh, oh goodness. Okay. Jane. Go ahead. Ja go ahead, Jane. You got about 30 seconds, dear one. <laughs> Not she, she muted oh. and she's not connecting okay <clears throat> now oh now we hear you there she okay. is very go fast. ahead yep i think very fast that everybody who is disabled and we're talking blindness here you get questions like well how could you even um have sex how could you have a baby how did you get the guy that you're married to and there were times I wanted to be really rude 
and say something yes. like, well, you just put out and then they want you, you know. Yeah. I thought it, but I didn't say it. But I think that's an issue that we can encourage one another about because the, the, the sooner and as able as we can be to understand that blindness for us is a part of who we are, it's not always positive depending on the moment and the situation, nor is it always negative. It's a fact. So that's all. Yeah, I agree. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, yeah. Debbie, Deborah, final comment? Uh, am I unmuted? Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. So my final comment would be, I am really glad that you've raised this topic, and I think we have only only such like the very, 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 very tip of the iceberg. There's a lot more to talk about. And and for one thing, we haven't talked about hooking up with or pairing with or whatever, blind versus sighted. And that was something I looked forward to talking about, about a lot. Right. So right. I hope we'll talk about that more because I have a lot of strong feelings about it. But Yeah, yeah um, me too. Yeah. It won't yeah. it won't be soon. It'll probably be at least a month from now, but stay tuned. Yeah, okay, I shall. And um but I I just want to say that um you know, I came on saying boohoo, I'm disappointed because you're not I thought there were going to be a bunch of experts here and there weren't but none of us are experts and that's okay and I think the important thing is that we share with one another and um and I I I've learned tonight just from learning from yes. hearing from other people, particularly people who are younger, who are doing this. And I think I'm going to look at the iPhone apps. And I just I want to say one more thing, which is maybe no one knows. Um, National Braille Press published a book probably about five years ago, and I know about this because I was going to write it, and then I had medical intervention, so I bailed. And the person who picked it up was Kim Nova who was then Kim Loftus, and it's a very nice book, and it goes through a lot of the um, technical aspects of the various online dating services. And what's it called? I don't know. Online dating. Just go to National Braille Press and put you'll dating find it. Yep. in the search, and you'll find it. Thank you, Miss Deborah. Brian? You're welcome. 30 seconds or so? 30 seconds. One. Kim, I love you. Uh, and in our relationship, I am the romantic. Uh, so that is a frustrating thing to be. I bet you have a Valentine's uh, dinner plan. Has to be. We're both. We're we're very much alike, or we're very much the same. Sometimes it's yeah. that contrast at work. I'd yeah. also say that uh, this year I bought. For Kim, instead of flowers, uh, well, arrangements where it's all cut up fruit that looks like a bouquet. Oh, Aww. nice! And uh, nice. that's what we had for de for dessert this evening. Anyway, Aww. nice. Love is How in the cool air. Is that? Yep. So thank you, everyone. I'm 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 gonna have to leave the other two out. 
we we have very little time. I'd like to thank everybody for being here. And I'd like to tell you guys that next week we're going to be discussing a topic that we've talked about before, but there is more to say. A new survey has been completed. We're looking forward to welcoming the Employment Committee back to Tuesday topics next week and hope everybody will tune in then. In the meantime, sorry we got started late and good night. <laughs>